Diamond for diamond, no one compares with Mervis. At Mervis Diamond Importers, our natural diamonds come straight from the mines in Africa and our mermaid lab-grown diamonds beat all others for quality and value. Come view our brilliant diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. Mervis Diamonds are so bright and full of fire, they will blow you away. So will the affordable prices. Our diamonds may steal your heart, but not your wallet. See our mermaid lab-grown diamonds and learn how to get a larger diamond for less. You can get a bigger mermaid lab-grown diamonds than you ever thought possible. And with Mervis Financing, you can enjoy up to five years to pay with zero interest. Our generous full-value trader policy and our lifetime warranty program easily make Mervis your first choice. When you mount a world-class Mervis diamond into a designer ring from our huge collection, there is no equal. Mervis Diamond Importers. For an appointment, call 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. Hello, welcome back. Who is the real you? Now, what do I mean by that? Last episode, I talked about your subconscious mind and when you're a child, you're in receptive mode and you just take your subconscious just takes in everything that you experience and it doesn't filter it. So that's why I'm asking the question, who is the real you? And do you even know who you are? When you start stripping away, or now that you have awareness that your subconscious mind has never really been filtered, and actually a lot of what's in there might not actually be true. They're just things that other people have told you and things that people, yeah, that you've learned from other people, either what you saw, you felt, you heard, you experienced. That's what's sitting in your subconscious mind. So when you start stripping that away and looking at and asking yourself, well, hmm, what, what do I believe? What is your belief system? Because everything that's in there creates your belief system, which then creates your outlook on life and will depend on how you deal with everything, every experience in your life. You your belief system is at the core of it, essentially. And if you imagine that now you know it's never been filtered or sifted, that your belief system is a direct response for how your life looks right now. So if you're happy with your life right now, then great. Don't worry about doing the work. Now you've got awareness. Amazing. Crack on. But I'm pretty sure everybody, myself included, could benefit from reevaluating your belief system and having a little look at what is yours and what's not yours. So who the real you really is. So basically, if it's like an, if you've never had this awareness or looked at what's kept in your subconscious mind then essentially your mind is just thinking for itself and although you'll be like no I'm in charge of it I'm thinking 
if you don't know what's in your subconscious mind and you don't have awareness of it, are you thinking or is it your subconscious mind? So in order to have control of our thoughts and train our minds, we need to have awareness of what's going on in that subconscious mind and what comes to consciousness in certain situations. So an example might be an argument with a partner, something you behave in a certain way and you're not quite sure why. When you start, when you're having an an awareness of your subconscious mind, you now in that situation might behave in a certain way and then reflect upon it and think, oh, okay, do you know what? Oh, it's so obvious. That's how my parents used to behave. But you don't see it until you know. And it seems so obvious, but it's not until you know, because you don't know what you don't know. But as soon as I started doing this work and I I researched and I read up about it, I was like, oh, that behavior is coming from that which I witnessed as a child. And it's not always negative. Some of it's really positive. And I've got some really good positive habits in place from seeing my parents or people around me when I was a child doing positive things like my dad was a runner or still is and you know although I didn't take up running exercise I know is important part of daily life movement is just so vital and that was a habit that I picked up watching my dad um enjoying his running every day so there's positives and negatives And I don't like using those words because everything is an experience. Everything is an opportunity to learn and grow and evolve. But I'm using positive and negative just for clarity, because I talk about polarity and needing needing it. We need the balance of experiences to how can you experience joy and know that that's the best feeling in the world if you've never experienced fear, grief and anger and the lower vibrational emotions. We need to have these experiences. But all of those experiences that you have had throughout your life and are now stored in your subconscious mind, they have created your belief system. And if you imagine a ship without a captain or a filing cabinet without an administrator or an assistant to go through it, that's essentially your mind that hard drive, that subconscious mind is literally just doing its own thing. That's why the awareness is key. And then the next thing is reflecting, reflection and reflecting on what is in there, what is coming up, what do I really believe and what do I value? And is it in alignment with who I want to be and is it creating a life that I love and that I want or or is it actually there has been no captain of my ship and I've literally just been floating around if you imagine like yeah just if there's no captain on the ship it's just going to get blown around by the wind and it's just going to end up wherever so this is why I wanted to share with you about your belief belief system and ask you the question, who is the real you? Because 
your current identity may not actually be who you are at the core, at your core, who you are, who your soul is, who, you know, if I asked you what values you have about your life, how quickly could you, you know, could you tell me what your core values are? What do you really stand for? What are you passionate about? Because those are the things that help us steer us and achieve a life that we love. If we don't know these things and we don't have a belief system that supports us, then we're screwed. And that sounds really dramatic, but we are. Like I was making choices that weren't in alignment with who I knew. You know, when you make a decision and it just feels wrong, Sometimes it's your gut instinct saying, no, don't do that because X, Y, and Z. But sometimes it's because it's just so far removed from who you are and from who you want to be. And I want to identify as that it just feels wrong and it doesn't feel nice. So if you're living a life at the moment that doesn't feel good, and doesn't feel nice, then maybe it's because your core belief system is steering you towards making decisions that actually aren't serving you, then it's not really you. Because often our belief system has been passed through generations and nobody questions it. You know, like, oh, well, yeah, grandma used to do that. So, you know, so that's why we do it because my grandma did it and then my mum my did it. And then, so now I do it or, you know, and Often what's stored in your subconscious and the belief system that is formed is never, nobody questions it. No one says, well, why did grandma do that? Why did my mum and dad do that? Or why did so-and-so? We just repeat it. Our life is a series of habits and we just keep repeating them over and over again without really questioning it. And that is why I'm here, to just get you to reflect and question things. Don't take anybody else's word for it. Nobody's. The only person you listen to is yourself. I'm not telling you to go off and break rules and, you know, be wild. But what I am telling you is to to trust yourself more and to, if something doesn't feel right, then question it and question, question everything. And now that sounds exhausting, but you know, I used to, I'm so naive and gullible. I it was even told once that gullible had been taken out of the dictionary. And my response was, oh, why would they do that? So I am extremely receptive and open to just taking on board what other people say. And it took me a long time to get to the point where I do question stuff now. I don't take everything at face value. I Go with what feels right for me in whatever situation is because I have reworked my belief system. I have sorted, sifted, and it's an ongoing thing. This is a never-ending journey. I've not finished yet. It will be a life, a life work, a life's work. But I've done some of the work. So I have that an awareness and I've reflected and I have got rid of a lot of the shizzle that's in there and replaced it with things that are serving me. And I trust myself now. I know that I'm good enough to make these decisions and to 
to go against what other people are saying and to say, mm, no, it doesn't feel right for me. No matter what, even if it's your parents, no, you should be a doctor. That doesn't feel right for me. So on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you because that's a lot to process. And I've just used the word should. Now, don't ever should on yourself. That's for the next episode. And I'll share that with you very soon. All the best. Big love.